Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hello. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. How's it going? It's going quite well, thank you. I'm I'm preparing for another trip out of town, and Lisa's big adventure. Yeah, yeah I've got a, I've got all kinds of adventures, and we it were, just it's. So the trip Sharpie and I were going to go on, and then we bailed. Oh, the one that's coming up, yes. On the first one. Yeah. So I'm trying to get everything. It, you know, I still have to do all the work, and the work doesn't go away because I go away. So you have to try to get ahead of the game, or at least caught up. And then when you get back from the trip, you're scrambling to catch up again. And it's it's a struggle. And then you work as much as you can while you're on your adventure. So my next adventure is going to be on the Scarlet Lady on Virgin Voyages, and that'll be in two days. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, but it's I'm feeling the pressure of getting everything done. Yeah, we'll have Fun to go. Comes at an expense, Lisa. We'll have to go Sharpie ev- eventually. Yeah, you guys. Need I need to. to I, I seriously, I need to get on a cruise. I'm. I. 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 I need to. I need to be. I need to have sunrise at sea. That's well, nice <laughs> and sunset. There were some good sunrises when I was on uh, Silver Sea in Spain. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's always nice when you're on one of those ships that actually has, well, you have a, you have a um, ocean view room with like a patio or, or there's access to an, like a deck for, uh, I don't know, like a exercise deck where you can see the sky and the water and. It's just nice to go out if you wake up, if you can't sleep or something, and you go out on the patio and the waves and all the stars because it's so nice and dark. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, how's it going with you, Sharpie? Moving, moving yeah. unpacking, sorting. You need a vacation after that. Why don't you oh, come join seriously. me? Seriously, he's gonna di- going to Disney July. in July, and we're going to be there for a little bit. Okay, we'll see if we work it out. We can work it out. Um, we have nothing booked. I was telling him before the show. He's like, "Oh, I got a few things booked." I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess I got to book dining." Oh yeah, <laughs> done any of it? We need to look at dining. So we'll have to look at all that. But we were just there. Lisa and I were there. Mm-hmm. We went for the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opening. That was nice. And uh, the 50th anniversary is still going on. So we did uh, So we did some of that. Yeah, we had some of that going on too. Uh, and we also did the new Cirque du Soleil show, which what used to be Lanuba, now it's Drawn to Life over drawn at to life. Disney Springs. You want to start with that? Yeah. I like the fact that, you know, a Disney Cirque du Soleil show on Disney property now has Disney aspects to it. So you've got this drawn to life. So it's all about um, an animator and there's an animator's desk and, uh, you know, there's a story. There's a subtle story behind the scenes. But I like that they incorporated a lot of Disney characters in this. Like in, not in the acts, but in the story. Yeah. Is that, is that properly stated? Yes. So this is where Lanuba used to be, which was the original Cirque du Soleil that opened. It's in the same facility. Um, so, you know, everything, it doesn't look like any of that facility has changed or the show. Everything looks pretty much the same. Um, and the first show, the, the, the Lanuba I loved. I don't know why. I guess I, I liked it because of the music. and. Um, the acts were like super high energy and unique. I like the music. Yeah. The music was amazing. Really cool acts. Um, and then I thought when they were announcing this, and I think Sharpie and all of us talked about this, I was like, oh, it's going to be a Disney kind of version of Cirque du Soleil. And that makes a lot of sense. But then I, I don't know. I liked it, but I, it's great for families, but I felt like it was too, for me, it was like, oh, now it's, it's just like a Disney. It's not, I don't know. It's, it's, it's Cirque with that Disney has um, done the story with. So if you like that or don't like that, that's, that's, it's not as unique or as odd or different. Although some of that's still there, 
but you know, you're going to see jungle book characters on the video screens and other characters that, and, and you're going to hear music from those things like you do in every Disney thing versus really constantly cool Cirque du Soleil music. Okay. So I'm going to disagree with you. I know. So we disagree on this point. So yes, I would have liked more cool Cirque du Soleil, really vibrant music. They, they hit the highs and they hit the lows. Yeah. They can make you happy and giddy and they can make you sad and cry with their music. So they, I actually have some of their CDs. Yes, I'm dating myself, but their soundtracks oh, yeah, they're amazing. are they're amazing. Good. Yeah, I remember. And so Alegria and La Nuba, yep. I just, I love their music. So I do agree that I miss the level of music that La Nuba had. Yeah. But I don't think Disney was so incorporated into the show that it was, uh, that it took away from the acts or took away from anything. Yeah. The acts are not, um, Disney acts, but all the kind yeah, of they're, they're behind the acts. scenes and stuff is got elements of Disney characters in it. So anyway, but, and, and the original Lanuba had a live band. This one had like a guitar player and a singer. Well, and there was like a string instrument. I don't remember if it was a violin or a fiddle or something. So I felt like the whole live there band. There were three. Three instruments. Three live people. It yeah. might have been three plus the singer, the vocalist. It's easy to tell the difference between a violin and a fiddle, Lisa. Do you know Uh-oh. what the difference is? Oh, I no. don't think I want to know. Oh, boy. A violin has strings, but the fiddle has strings. <sighs> yeah. It's easy. Easy to tell the difference. Okay. So I think it was strings. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So it was a violin. Um, the acts I thought were good. Um, the opening one was like extreme tumbling on like a, a spring mat. And I thought that was good. Cause I always like seeing that kind of stuff. And you know, the things they do where they tumble over each other and they're like going to hit each other. And you're like, <gasps> um, I, I just find that exciting. So they had different kinds of acts. They had the unicyclists, uh, the ladies that ride and, it's like they're floating because their dress covers the unicycle. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that doesn't get caught up, but what were some of the other acts they had? Uh, we don't know the proper names, but those. Um, had those spinning wheels of death. Yeah, that's pretty much what I would call them. <laughs> they had two sets of spinning wheels of death. They look like two rattles that like go around and you can walk on the inside and or walk on the outside. As yeah. They when they started walking on the outside. I was literally, I I don't get this involved. I did. And I would gasp and I'd cover my face. I'm like, no. And I I was a little embarrassing. Um, It was a little much for me. Well, so here's what they do, Sharpie. So you know how all these acts always have someone who's like hanging on silk and they're kind of doing the acrobats and they're kind of Mm -hmm. going around. So instead of silk, it's like a giant pencil because it's drawing, right? So, So they've incorporated all of this animation and drawing into some of these acts. So, and when the pencil is going above the stage, you know, sometimes it, it, it looks like it's drawing on the stage. Well, that was cool. Yeah. So there's things like that, that they've done. to that was actually you know, very add cool. animation and things like that to the, to the show, to the story. So that's what, you know, some of the acts, you know, kind of fit in that way. I mean, my, for me, I thought the acts on Lanuba, like, you know, they start out awesome and then they just build, like they do something and you're like, oh my gosh, how are they going to top that? And then they top that and then they top it again. And it's just amazing. Um, these acts were more of the slower guy on the silk type acts versus the high energy acts. So it, I've, the, the proportion of like high energy versus kind of slow moving was definitely more towards the slow side. Well, you had the trapeze guy, trapeze guy and lady. Mm-hmm. Um, you had, well, there's, the, a, there's a ton of acts, the wheels of death. You yeah. had the boards. There's a there, but they just never, for me, they just never got to that level where you're like, Oh my gosh, how are they going to, I always felt like they ended before they got to the level of like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, so, but we were both, I will so not I guess, go with you again. I'll leave you at home. No, it was, I mean, some of the acts were, but most of them I was like, okay, they're doing this. Oh, now it's over. 
Okay. But not least, but so Lisa and I have totally different opinions. So I don't know. So, so somewhere in the middle. I do miss that this show doesn't have as much aerial um, entertainment. You don't have a lot of things. It wasn't much from The Little Mermaid. No. No. Sharpie, (laughs) stay with me. Uh, I know, I uh, know. You know, the trapeze or anything, you know, high wire, anything like that. They don't have any of those, even if it's a non-traditional. And that's where was spectacular because well, you had yeah. the entire, the everything in front of you, when you were sitting in the audience, everything in front of you was performance space from, yep. from floor to ceiling. I mean, it was. The walls. Yeah. Yep. I I miss acts like the trampoline up well, the wall. Yeah, the trampoline up the wall thing through the building, you know, in and out of the windows, falling off of the building on the trampoline in, in kind of slow motion was awesome. But they don't have it in the new show. No, the, no. And then they don't. So that was a good act. And then the little girls that had the little, one of those, those like top things that you throw in the air that I used to know the name of that I don't know the name of. The them. spinning yes, things. Yes, the spinning. Uh, Starts with a D, maybe. I don't no, know. No, that's a dreidel. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> no, it's no. not that. Well, you know it. So yeah, they're on the strings and they they start dancing and they start doing these, you know, it starts out simple and then it gets crazy and they look like they're about eight years old. So that was a cool act. Um, so they had memorable acts like that. They're, but I, he's talking about Lanuba. Yeah, in Lanuba, where I felt like there weren't that many of those. And there's the weirdness of Cirque du Soleil where there's things that you're like, oh, wow, that's weird, but kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so there's some of that, but it's not, I don't think it's at you the You still level. have clowns. You still, yes. The but, clowns I don't think are as good in this show as they were in Anuba. Sorry. We, um, we're fostering a puppy. Yes. Unfortunately. And she's all, pu- did you just say unfortunately? Unfortunately, so she's a little... Unfortunately, she she might get a little loud as she's fighting for a, a exuberant uh, for a bone under my feet. Yeah. Well, so she she, she had w- a very rough life. She wasn't. Oh, yeah. So that's a whole nother whole nother story. So hopefully, so what kind of she'll be okay. She? Um, the best we can tell. This is our little intermission. Is um pitbull actually? Go figure. And we don't know what else, but she is about three to four months old. And she came in um, under 10 pounds and she's up to 13 now. So that's good. But she was abandoned in a college dorm and she was there for about two and a half weeks with no food, no companionship. She used the toilet for water and um, they found her and she was trying to eat the, the mattress. She was eating away at the wall. She, it, it's not good. Um, but she's not, you can see her ribs and her hips very clearly. And even though she's gained a few pounds, you can still see all that, but she seems to be taller. She's bigger. She's getting better. So she's growing, but she's not pecking on the the Uh, doggy meat. But she, she eats her food in about a 10th of a second when you feed her. You put down a quarter cup of food and we feed her six times a day. And it is. Yeah, it is probably four to six seconds. Yeah. And you, it's gone. It's it's like a piranha eating something. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So But she's adorable. Yes. So she's here tonight kind of meandering around and occasionally barking. But Oh, uh, and if you cared to donate to help her her bills, you can always go to Lucky Street Project and donate. And there are lots of other animals that they help. And they're local to Atlanta and even $5 donations help. So go to Lucky Street Project and that's L-U-C-K-I-E. And you can find them on Facebook. That's cool. They do a lot of good stuff. So, yes. Yeah. So we're helping them out. They had too many dogs and no one to foster them. Not enough people. So we have one for now. And, and that should tell you a lot. If Steve said yes to this, <laughs> they, they definitely pitched a good story. Yes. So. My house is growing by four feet this week. Okay. What are you getting? Getting a kitty cat. Oh, that's nice. That's awesome. Have you picked out the kitty cat? 
his name is Felix. Okay, Felix the cat. Oh, nice. So he is Felix the cat, and he is super adorable. I can't. Aww. I haven't met him yet, but going to pick him up. Going to pick him up later this week. Okay, kitten or cat? He is three. Oh, good for so, you. Yep he he's he's a shelter kitty. Uh, was it was a owner surrender? I oh, believe nice. before. Um. Uh, I believe the owner went into assisted living and could not, could not take him. Um, But because they had like home health nurses and stuff like that in and out constantly, he is a greeter. So Uh he he will meet you at the door, roll over and expect some belly scratches. So that's my kind of cat. That's good. Yeah. So I can't wait. Oh, that's nice. Okay, we got really off topic. Well, all right. We so always anyway, do. That's okay. But hey. But anyway, so I mean, so for the show, for what it is, for a family show, it's perfect. Like, my, if I, I was thinking, like, my kids would love the show. A family would love the show. I'm always comparing it to the last, you know, that's the thing, right? If you've been before and you're like, oh, they didn't do this and I like this. So then you start to compare it to what was there. But if you haven't been to a, a Lanuba show or you like Disney, it's it's a perfect show. It's like the perfect thing for Walt Disney World. Do you know how many years Lanuba ran at Disney Springs? I don't know. It was a long time. I would say like 14 or so. It was a long time. 19 years. Wow. That's a long time. We were so excited when it started. I I remember all of that. I opened it. I was the one. I I worked on the project that made the ticketing system. (laughs) Very exciting. So the little things that the turnstiles and the tickets. So then they gave us, um, we all got to go to opening night. So that was the first Lanuba show uh, or uh, Cirque du Soleil show that I actually got to go to. And then I got to go opening night and I invited my parents and they came and I had seat, got really good seats. So it was one thing I remember. The ticketing system. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> watch, it's going to turn this color. Look what I did. <laughs> and they're like, Steve, we're so proud That's of you. That's right. So, yeah. That and Wild Horse Saloon, I put the system in there, which used to be Fireworks Factory. And then it used to be something else after it was Fireworks Factory, before it was Wild Horse. And it was it went through so many things, and then it was gone. Mm. So anyway. But yeah, All right, 19 so years, that's a long time. Steve, would you do Drawn to Life again? I would do it with the kids. Okay, but... But, but I don't need to see it again. Well, and, and even Lanuba after we, because we saw that show so many times because we would go on these Disney events and it was always part of the, the, uh, training. Um, and they're like, oh, okay, we're going to Lanuba, but I still enjoyed it. And some of those acts, you know, they come they and would go. Rotate. Yeah. So there was always, seemed like there was always one or two new acts kind of put into the, to the mix, which was, um, always, so something always slightly different, um, over the years. But I felt like that stage was built for Lanuba and I, and I felt like it was, um, I thought, you know, some of these Vegas shows, they have all these crazy stages that are built for Cirque du Soleil acts with water and all kinds of stuff. Um, they, they did none of that with the, the stage. It's the same stage. So. See, I still think that Disney needs to run their Broadway shows out of that theater. Oh, that's true. That's right. We talked I think about that. they would get a lot. They're. They would get a lot better ticket sales, and and if they would if they would only run one for let's just say four different shows a year, so run it for three months. That. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, instead I would of, go instead of a Blue Man Group Lanuba. La, La imagine yeah. Newsies on that stage. Yeah, I mean, all of that would be awesome. And then you would, um, I don't know. I, I guess they feel like it's more of a tourist destination, so it doesn't matter. They don't. Yeah, have to, they can run it for years. They, they run it for. They can run it for nineteen more, <laughs> and then yeah. and then swap the, it again. But these, these Broadway productions are already touring the country. Yeah, and then all they so got to do would, is if they stop. would spend if they would do a three month run in Orlando. Yeah, yeah, and then you're done. You just got it all set. Yep. They need to build another stage. Could have, they could have done something right next to it instead of uh, the NBA experience. Oh. 
Yeah, so. that would have been cool. But I mean, it's a good show. Um, it's it's worth going uh, if you got a family. It's a it's a fun night out. Okay, so that's Steve's point of view. I think it's worth going yeah. whether you have a family or not. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't know. It was okay. It was it was okay. <laughs> okay, I I enjoyed it a lot more than Steve did. So let's end it there and mm. move on. You what wanna, else did we do? You want to talk about how how well equipped they are at the concession stand? No. No. Don't be mean. <laughs> they do need some help at the concession stand. Like a lot. <laughs> so, anyways. So, all right. So, anyway, so that was Lanuba. Or, I'm sorry. Drawn to life. <laughs> Drawn to life. Okay. Um, then over at Epcot, Guardians of the Gal- yeah. Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is finally open. Okay, so where's it located? It's in old. Uh, was it so? It's Ellen's Energy Pavilion. Yeah, and then it, before that, it was just the Energy Pavilion, if I remember right. I don't I, by it's Exxon. The world of Energy. The World of Energy. Thank you. Um, which was a great ride, but it was like almost forty or forty-five minutes long. It was, it was like once you got on there, you're like, oh boy, we're gonna be in here for a while. Um, well, that was the point of some if people. If you getting saw on. a storm coming, that was the place to go. <laughs> You're like, we got 40 minutes. Let's go in here. Heat of the afternoon. That was the place to go. Yeah. So, yeah. So we did that. Um, So it's replaced that. (sighs) Well, okay. So you walk to the pavilion and you've got this awesome, I'm going to not get the jargon right, but spaceship. From the the first uh, Guardians movie. Yeah. Um, Full size, beautiful with the lights and the colors and. That I thought was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So you've got that, and you go through the queue, and they've got um, their express lane as well as a standby. And they the the one room has like the first room you go into has that huge dome ceiling, mm-hmm. and it does different images, not like Las Vegas where you've got that whole walkway, but it's a dome and it's got some different images of space and some logos from guardians and cool things to look at. Mm -hmm. So that's a good distraction while you're in line. There are some little hidden gems from, uh, the universe of energy pavilion that they've hidden in there as well. Little Easter eggs. Yes. So the Imagineer that Lisa talked to told us about that. So that's on our Facebook page. Yep, you can check that out. Um, so there are some did you, in the queue. When you wrote it, did you see anything? Oh, uh, oh, like no, not not from the old. I mean, it was all Guardians themed when I thought I wrote it. Okay, but it was hard to. It was hard to when you're doing it once. It's hard to take it all in. Yeah, there was one point where where they made reference to Epcot, I believe, and and they were talking experimental prototype community up tomorrow. Well, so, so they've come, they've opened up this pavilion at Epcot, you know, like, you know, how they used to sponsor all these pavilions and then they're showing, showcasing their new technology. And then something happens and you have to help them. You have to save the universe. Yes. So. Well, so the bad guy wants to get the, (laughs) again. Don't have the jargon down. You can tell we've the thingamajiggy. It was a long time ago that we watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, trying to get the thingamajiggy that can make you um, teleport. Yes. Well, he's going to teleport backwards in time to fix mistakes that would now put him in power. There you go. So our job is to stop him from doing that, and so we we get used as minions, I suppose, and. Anyway, you get so, on, you get on the roller coaster, and it's it's a new design of roller coaster. So you know when um, Mine Train came out, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train in the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. it had it could swing back and forth. So that was pretty cool. With this ride, it's similar to uh, the type of vehicle that you have on Haunted Mansion, where they can turn the vehicle, the ride vehicle, in the direction of what they want you to see. Mm-hmm. And so you combine that with a high-speed roller coaster, 
and it's completely controlled. It's not free spinning. It is controlled. And so you get, you know, you're forward for a lot of the time. So you go into, should I explain the main, the first room you go into, Steve? Well, for, for, for coaster fans, yeah, they would want to know that the, the Disney worked with Vacoma to, to design the, the, the ride system itself. Uh, and Disney has, of course, patented this specific ride system. So it's quite, quite it's, fascinating. Yeah, it's similar to, like Lisa was saying, like if you took Haunted Mansion, where you have those vehicles that you can point people in the direction of on a coaster. Mm-hmm. So you're going forward, but then your car is turning. It's not spinning. Like at first I thought it was going to be. It rotates. Sp- yeah. So it's rotating as you're going here and something's to your right. It's looking to the right and then it's going to the left. Um, so it doesn't spin, which is good. Um, it it does a, a backward launch. So you get into the vehicle and we were in the back. Yeah. So we were in the back. Second from the back row. And then you kind of go through a few little things going forwards. And then it gets to the spot where it, the back becomes the front. <laughs> because you're going forward and then you're going sideways and then you're facing backwards. So it's a slow thing based on what they want you to see. Yeah. And then, yes, you're launched backwards. And the backward launch, I thought, because uh, I hate going backwards. Cause that makes me, cause I can't see where I'm going and I get super motion sick. So I'm like, this is, it's, I'm like, this is not gonna be good, but it wasn't that fast. It was, it was exhilarating, but it wasn't like crazy. And it, and it, it was and similar it, to Everest. And it wasn't, um, very long. You weren't going backwards for very long. No. Cause they turn you. Yeah. So, so if you get sick from going backwards for me, I was fine, which is not normally the case on the backwards launch thing. Cause it was quick um and it was over and it's kind of cool it's exciting but i think what's cool about the ride is all the characters are there they're on these video screens um and um and the there's humor there's a ton of humor involved so i'd love to write it again so i could catch some of the jokes i'm sure i missed a ton of it and there's so many things that you're zooming by it's similar to like um space mountain but like the, like a much newer version of space mountain. So you don't see the track anywhere. You don't see any of the infrastructure. Mm-mm. I didn't see like, like on rock and roller coaster, you can, you know, you see the track and here's a loop and you can kind of see things like, I never saw the, tra- I don't remember seeing the track ever. I remember seeing the well, track. Well, Steve, you see your a eyes were closed. Yeah. That's well, that's right. Well, there was a part, <laughs> there was a part I was telling Sharpie before. Yeah. So here's the thing. So I get motion sick. So I was ready. So I, I took two Dramamine an hour before. I drank a bottle and a half of water. Lisa got me a bag of like some peanuts or something from one of the shops. So I wolfed Chip and it. Because I didn't have anything. Collection. So I didn't have anything to eat. And then I was like, I got to get a little something in my stomach. I think I needed more. So I ate this whole bag of like mixed nuts. Um, and then we were in there. So this, and then I got in there. And we were in there for an, an hour. So it was an hour by the, bef- when I took the dram, I mean, by the time I rode and I was in there cause we were doing an interview in there. Um, so it wasn't like I was hot or anything cause we were in the building. No, we were like, cooled off. Yeah. So, so we were there for a long time. Um, so it was an hour and then I wore one of these bracelet things that puts, it has like some battery thing that puts, you. It, it has like some mild shock thing that runs down your arm, um, which I had never tried. So I bought one of those and I set that at, halfway level so I could feel it. So I was ready. And then, um, and I thought I was good. Like I was like, Oh, this is awesome. It's super smooth. I'm doing really well. And it's only about four minutes long. So it's not that, you know, so I'm, uh, and then like the last 25, 30 seconds, I I was not good. It was really (laughs) bad. (laughs) I was like, it gets to this point that's like, and, and John Frost from the Disney blog was like, yeah, there's, it's like a tilt-a-whirl. Like if you've ever been on a tilt-a-whirl, there's a part in the ride where it starts to go in a circle. Cause you're like, it's like the gravity from this planet in the middle is like, you know, you're spinning around this planet. So you're going, so it's going forward and, and down or in the circle. And then, you know, and then the cars are kind of facing in while you're on a, on a slope. Yeah. And then it's kind of, so you got a bunch of different things happening 
And that, at that point, I was like, I, I can't do it. I had to close my eyes to try to not throw up. And then, uh, and then I just remember about 20 seconds of just, and then it speeds up. I remember it speeding up with my eyes closed. I'm like, oh, great. Now it's going to get faster. And then it was over. But, and then, uh, then I tried to throw up twice in the, in the ride vehicle, which luckily didn't happen. <laughs> and, uh, and then I was like, just drenched in sweat. <laughs> it's like head to toe, my shirt, my face. I was just covered in sweat. And I was like, okay, I made it. But it was awesome, which really sucks because it's like so good. But, and then people, there were other people that were like, oh, I was fine. And then other people that never get sick were like, you know, just sitting against the wall when they got off, you know? So there it was, were a lot more sick people. Oh my God. At the end of the ride. Yeah. Than I've seen on any other ride. I don't know why. It's just too much. And it's not rough. It's so smooth. It doesn't bounce you around and hurt your head. It's like, you can't even tell it's moving. It's so smooth. It's amazing. And it's really cool. The effects are super cool. It's, it's awesome. And it's super air conditioned there. So it's nice and cold because they know <laughs> you're going to not feel good. But uh, yeah, like right when it comes to the end and I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh boy. So, and that was at two o'clock and then we were supposed to ride again at four in the camera car. I was like, there's no way I can ride this ever again. So Lisa Well, I wanted to do the camera car as our first ride to yeah. truly capture. Yeah. So I could have made reaction. it once and then we couldn't get on the camera car until four. And I'm like, do you want to get on now or do you want to get on at four? And he's like, oh, we'll ride it twice. I'm like, no, it's not going to probably not going to happen that way. Mm. So Lisa rode it at four in the front and people were saying the front wasn't as bad. I enjoyed it more the second time than the first. Yeah. I I don't know why. Um I I can't explain it. I don't know if it's because I couldn't hear you throwing up next to me or Maybe. Maybe that was part of it. It could have been. Ugh. But it was good. Yeah. I'll do it again and again. It was pretty amazing. Uh and the guys behind us when we rode the one time were having a great time. Laughing and the jokes are funny. It's got comedy, it's got thrills, it's fun. It's uh the pre-show's got Terry Crews. Yeah, we like Terry Crews. Terry Crews from uh America's Got Talent is in the pre-show. You know, you know that's not really what he's from. I'm sure he's from a bunch of other things. <laughs> okay. But uh but uh Terry Crews is there. Oh, and um And there's a super cool thing that I don't, I, that happens during the pre-show that is one of those things that I don't want to I don't want to spoil it, but it's one of those things that you're like like, how did they do that type of thing? So. I don't um, even remember what you're talking about. I'm like, I'll tell you after the show. Yeah, you can tell me after. Um, so the pre-show. Um, so the pre-show. got Glenn Close in there too. The pre-show's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the merchandise in the, in the uh, merchandise store on the way out. Oh my gosh, the merchandise was so cute. Yeah, yeah so they got cool, cool merch. They've got, okay, so this, this is the thing that stands out. They have um, a handbag in the shape of a Walkman. Oh, yeah. They have all the 80s. Throwback to 80s. Yeah. Oh, and they have a bunch of songs. It's either eight or nine different uh, 80s songs. Yeah. So, a good mixtape. Yeah, yeah. You can get a good mixtape. They have really good. We had Disco. <laughs> First in, time we had uh, Dis Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno. And they, then I had September. Oh, September's awesome. Yeah. There's a there's one song uh, that nobody wants. What is it? It's the, the conga thing or whatever. I don't know. John Frost was telling me about it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's the one. The The one that. Is the least favorite, I think. But yeah, the music's great. So you can really get into it. I mean, it's just perfect all the way around. So I don't know what to tell you if you get motion sick. Because I don't know if I just didn't. If but I need it's to so eat smooth. More. It is. So I don't know. I, I might. I could maybe attempt it one more time. But I don't know. Maybe turn that watch thing all the way up. Yeah. And eat a pretzel or something. And some Loaf of bread. <laughs> and some crackers or something. I don't know. He Oh, he's so funny. So we get to the hotel room and we're unpacking. Oh, I brought crackers. And he had saltines with him. He packed not a fresh sleeve of saltines, but no, half a sleeve. Yeah, it was like a half sleeve. Just that he's got all wound up and. Mm -hmm. Crumbs everywhere. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like you could do a full sleeve. They're saltines. Yep, that's right. I grabbed them on the way out. 
I yeah. was ready, Sharpie. Oh my gosh. I like that. Steve, you, yeah. that takes the cake. Oh my goodness. <sighs> and, and Steve, you, you also have to go into how you prepped for this. Oh, I did. I did. I did the, I did the Dramamines. I did the watch. I waited an you hour. Drank. I drank you a, ate your crackers. a bottle and a half of water. Oh, and you ate your Chippendale nuts. I ate the Chippendale nuts you got me. Yeah. I had a couple bites of a pretzel. Yeah, he was trying real hard to prepare. Uh, I was trying which to is... not eat a lot of sugary junk before, you know. But no, I made it almost to the end. And then it got me. I think that's where it gets a lot of people on that, that tilt-a-whirl. Uh, on the vortex. The vortex of, of vomit. <laughs> Right. At, right. Once you make it there, you got to just close your eyes and hold on for about 25 more seconds. Uh, it's a great ride, though. It is amazing. I, I give it two thumbs up. Uh, so I good. give the shop thumbs up. It was it was good. You got to definitely do it. And then there's it's people. It's one of the that, longest indoor coasters in the world. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. And then some people like I talked to a couple guys and they're like, yeah, man, I rode every seat nine, nine times. I wrote it nine times. I'm like, holy God, I can't even imagine how you could do that. I wish I could do that mm. without feeling sick. There aren't many roller coasters that I could ride nine times. Yeah. Not many at all. Like maybe Goofy. So Sharpie, are you? Just about all of them I could, I could ride nine times. Oh, that's cool. So you'll be fine. You'll be fine. If you don't get nauseous on them. Yeah, but I don't know. It's interesting. Everybody's different on it, but yeah, they must have, they did say, someone did say that the people that were really throwing up were the kids. So most of the people that threw up on it were the kids. I don't know. And testing. So good luck. (laughs) Nice. Nice send off. Lisa didn't wish wish you the best. Lisa did get a little nauseous on the first time and she never gets nauseous. The first time was... Was it at the Vortex? I don't know. You said you got a little, you felt a little queasy at the end. Yeah. So it must be at the, the Vortex. And I was like, uh, yeah, we were both having a good time. And then I shut down right, right about there. I was like, all right, I got to get in my zone. <laughs> yeah. And girls or guys, you know, I'm not going to discriminate here. If you have long hair and it's ponytail worthy, do the ponytail. Oh, yeah. I had a I had a lanyard. It almost it almost came off. There's no upside down or loops or anything. But no, but it's just kind of crazy because it's windy and it's moving. So, so I I had to hold my hair back because I did not bring a ponytail holder. That's okay. Yeah, it's cool. So you'll enjoy enjoy it, Sharpie. I don't know about your kids. I don't know how they what do. What percentage on... of the queue is indoors? Oh, it's like hard to say. Well, we I didn't see any okay. outdoor. I'm sure it depends on how many people they have waiting. Yeah. And I'm sure there was hidden queue that we didn't see. Yeah. Because we didn't see any queue outside. No. We just walked in because, you know, you know the nature of the event. You know, Space Mountain, the queue at Space Mountain, how they got the cover or, or um, they have the covered thing right there. And then you walk in mm-hmm. and you're in. It's like, it's like that. But how much gotcha. of the queue but I didn't, didn't see, we see? There's no way we saw the queue. Oh, we saw... Um, we saw it the second time we went, we went in, right? Um, we saw part yeah, of it. Yeah, we went in both ways. Yeah, the second time we went in the other the regular way instead of the lightning lane or whatever it is. Um, okay. And we, but it still didn't seem like a long line. You know, it's back and forth and in displays of different things. And um, it doesn't seem very long, though. It's not like Avatar. You know, like Avatar's. No, that's. Crazy long. Crazy long. Indoors and out. Yeah. So I don't know if it's got super long line. I don't know where, the, you know, those people are going to be outside on the cement. It's going to be one of those situations. I guess I'll have to figure it out. Mm. But the main entrance when you first walk in is pretty big, that whole area. And it is part of individual lightning lane. Yeah. So you may, you may, you may purchase your one-time front-of-the-line access. Yeah, and that's probably going to be worth it for a while. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely. Got an extra three hours to spare? Uh, yeah. You no. Know. 
Yeah, it's you'll you'll enjoy it in July. <laughs> Anything else as far as our experience? We were there for Cinco de Mayo and we went to the Mexican Pavilion. Oh, we did. We did. And, and I, you got the the drink of the day. I got the Cinco de Mayo uh, margarita margarita with a souvenir glass, which was um was a little disappointing. <laughs> that was it was twenty dollars for this for the probably well ten to twelve ounce margarita. Yeah, and the the souvenir glass kind of reminded me of a water bottle that's been cut off. Ex- like, exactly, like five inches up. If you took a water bottle and you cut the top of it off with some scissors, and then you sold was it, was it crinkly? Yeah, it was. It was like a. It was <laughs> yeah. like a very crinkly plastic. It is exactly what Steve says. A, it is a water bottle with the top cut off. Because it looks like in the in the photo, like a glass, like made of actual glass. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's a cool glass for twenty bucks. Yeah, I'll and, go ahead and buy it, and I'll get it. And then you get a water bottle that the head of it's been cut off. And it's like this crinkly, barely held together thing. And you're like, oh, you get to keep the, the You should do a giveaway. Glass. And I'm like, what in the world am I going to do with it? I can't even believe we brought it home. I know. He didn't want to bring it home. I'm like, we're bringing it home. We paid $20 for that thing. It's the worst thing ever. I, it's I don't know how that... It's like someone made it as a prototype to sell to Disney. And, and then, then someone misunderstood how to make it. And then somehow they actually ordered them. <laughs> but anyway, but it was fun to be there for Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. And we had a little, and we actually got a table in there. Yeah. We ran into some pixie agents as well. Yeah. So it was fun. So we had a couple, couple drinks. It was, it was, um, for Cinco de Mayo, it was like 94 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> so it was the one, the one day where it got very hot at yeah. Disney World. We just ended up spending a lot of time over at Guardians. Yeah, so Guardians was fun. We did walk into the new Connection Cafe area. Okay, we so, did. Um, so that is uh, where the Communicore buildings are were for intervention buildings. They have a or, big Starbucks in there. Yeah, so there's a one side is a kind of a fast food area. The other side is a massive Starbucks, um, which I was upset because I didn't see the seating. But then later I saw photos of the seating, so I must have missed them. It, it's like it's off to the side around somewhere. The, yeah, it's yeah, like around the corner. So I was like, oh, they still don't have seating. And then I saw some photos. And I was like, oh, cool. There's like an upstairs seating and a downstairs seating. So there is seating, which was my thing. It's not as cool. I don't know. I It's it's like a big open space. And I like these more quaint Starbucky. Like I like the one over at uh, California Adventure. Uh, the Starbucks there kind of on Main Street area. It's got really nice seating. And it's, yeah. And it's got, I don't know. It's. Not this giant open. Mr. Starbucks connoisseur. Massive space. Well, but the thing with the Starbucks at Epcot is they serve at such a high volume. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, like I know. They, yeah. They, like, I mean, I would love to know what their average daily drink count is. Yeah. At each of the, the, the four park locations and whether it is the highest that of any oh. Starbucks location. It's got, it, it almost has to be. Yeah, because it's so, it's so gigantic. It's massive. It's um so they can do a huge amount of orders in there. Because the only place that may even rival a, a location like Disney would be an airport location. Yeah. Uh, and every time we go into the Orlando airport, yeah. that Starbucks line is ridiculous for that tiny little Starbucks where we come in. Yeah. And if you're ever in one of those crazy lines, just think about, should I make the line go across the aisle where everyone is trying to walk? Or should I maybe wrap it along the side? <laughs> Go down the wall. Yeah, because, yeah. because the line comes into the concourse and then everyone's trying to get on and off their planes and they're having to walk through this giant Starbucks line. Yeah. Because they, yes. But um, yeah, they, they that's got to be, they must be able to do, it's probably the, one of the ones, big, the biggest one in the world I would get. There's got to be something about it. Which one? The one at Epcot. Right, because it's find out. massive. I don't know. Where else you would have such a large Starbucks? It's going to be definitely once it gets going, it'll it'll set some records. Uh, I don't know. Lisa's going to look it up while we're here. But yeah, so it's definitely better than that little tiny thing they had built temporarily with the window. Yeah, the little, little outdoor kiosk. Oh, Lisa's going to blow me. Chicago. Oh, Chicago's got the biggest magnificent star. mile. 
Oh. Um, it is the largest. Now let's let me. It's a five-story location, thirty-five thousand square feet, making it the largest Starbucks in the world. But I wonder if their drink there, volume is as high as I would say. Parks. I would say no, because those parks go. They're full on. As so much now I'm as, looking for the busiest. And it's only been open for a little while, so it probably is not going to take that 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 record yet. But it's huge. So no lack of uh, Starbucks drinks coming out of there, which is nice. Is that Disney coffee before Starbucks went in there? Oh, it was so bad. Okay, so it says um, this small, isolated Starbucks in the Central Valley Desert of California, Lebec, California, is one of the very busiest stores in the entire company. It competes with the New York City Times Square Starbucks and the Pike Place store, vying for the top position. Hmm. Uh, Times Square could be. And that's that's definitely a busy, busy yeah, it, area. It's not giving a drink count. It just gives some revenue. Hmm. I don't know. That Epcot one's going to got to get up there quick. But it's nice. Nice addition. So, yeah, Flower and Garden Festival is still going on. Going on strong. Um, really nice if you still haven't been there. We stayed at the Yacht Club over at the Yacht and Beach. All right. So, Sharpie. Yes. The busiest Starbucks in Florida is Lake Buena Vista, fifteen oh one East Buena Vista Drive. So you're going to have to backtrack on that. Well, that's got to be the uh, Disney Springs. Um, and Sharpie, just because I'm here, I'm going to let you know that the busiest one in West Virginia is in Morgantown. I, now that I'm, I'm not shocked at whatsoever. It's on Van Voorhis Road. Yeah, Van Voorhis Road. Voorhis. Yep. Yep. That's the one. Oh, there you go. Very busy. Trivia going on here. Yeah, Chicago on State Street. Interesting. All right. So Disney-wise, does that wrap us up? I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to share. Um, I think that's it. I do want to point out that we got an awesome promo gift and it is, it looks like a cassette. It looks like a mixtape and you open it up just like a mixtape and it says like mixtape number three Mm -hmm. and it's actually a Bluetooth speaker. It's awesome. Yeah, the Guardian stuff is so cool. I like that. So. Yeah, they did a great job on that ride. I, I I would not say it's my favorite ride. I, it's not like oh, this is the. Although some people are saying that, it's a good ride. It is. A, it's it's an amazing ride. I don't think it's better than Flight of Passage, but it depends on what you like. It, it depends on what you like. Someone asked me which is better, um, Cosmic Rewind or Hagrid. Oh, that's true too. Um. So yeah, and some people it depends on what you and like. And it's there. I don't they're, think they're they're not apples really to apples. No, they're totally different experiences. Yeah. So I couldn't really answer that. Yeah. Because Hagrid's is cool in its own right as well. Oh yeah, with the magnetic accelerators, I love that aspect. Yeah, and all the theming and the outdoor, everything's outdoor. It's totally different. It it just is different. And if and it's Harry Potter versus Guardians, which are two different movies that everybody loves. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't Big know. Franchises. It's hard to um it's hard to compare. It's a great ride though. So Sharpie, when you go in July, let us know how your kids do. Cause it sounds like you'll be fine. <laughs> oh no, we're we're the only Disney park that we're doing on that trip is Hollywood Studios for the D V C event. Oh, you're not gonna go, you're gonna oh, miss so it. Close. Sharpie. Yep. No, oh my gosh! We're, we're doing all all Hollywood uh, Studios, SeaWorld, Bush Gardens. Oh, that's right! You got oh, all the cool. I remember that. SeaWorld Discovery stuff. Cove, oh, Aquatica. Right. Oh, Aquatica will be nice. Well, that's perfect yeah. weather. Actually, that's too. all great stuff that yeah. I think we need to revisit. Yeah. Because oh, I, I can't wait. I mean, you'll the, enjoy the, it. One thing the boys are so excited about Discovery Cove. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I am as well, cool. of course. But you know, they're they're excited to swim with dolphins. Yeah, we did the signet. We're I booked the signature dolphin swim. So that is cool. Can't wait. Put a couple pennies aside to get the photo package because you're going to want those. You know, here's the great thing. I booked this like two months ago. It's all paid off, ready to go. Photo package. I even booked during a free promo with the drink um, upgrade at uh, Discovery Cove for mixed drinks, which, by the way, if you're listening to this, reach out. It is currently being offered is if you book a day at Discovery Cove, you get the free the, at 21 and over, you get the free drink upgrade. So reach out to me. Be glad to, to get you connected with a uh, Discovery Cove day. Discovery Cove, and we talked about this before, but I don't know if we yeah. did an episode where we talked about it, if we were just chatting behind the scenes, but the trip you have planned is going to be incredible because you're oh, hitting, you're hitting some of the, um, the hidden gems or the, you know, just more of the sleepers. Well, which, and the funny thing is this week, uh, Universal, SeaWorld, and Bush Gardens got into a uh, a social media war on Twitter uh, because SeaWorld was promoting themselves as the coaster capital of Orlando, uh, and Universal took issue with that. But in fact, SeaWorld does have more. But then Bush Gardens piped in. But they're the same parent company as uh, SeaWorld. Oh, yeah. But they piped in. They're like, hey. Hey, we have more coasters than you do. So it was it was kind of a cool thing to to watch all of that unfold. But yeah, so because with Icebreaker at SeaWorld uh, and then Iron Gwazi over at uh, Busch Gardens Tampa, I am most excited about Busch Gardens because it's kind of like a hybrid of Animal Kingdom and Universal in that it has all of the animals and stuff, but it also has thrill rides. So the boys are super excited about that. Yeah, it's been so long since I've been to Bush Gardens. Long time ago. I'm really excited about it. Lots of big coasters. If you I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. If you like big coasters, you'll be good. Great. All right, wrap it up. All right. With that, I will wrap up today's show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for joining us and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.